Meet Macy. The 24-year-old from Franklin, Tennessee has a passion for encouraging others. She's the lead singer of the six-sibling band Shaw, and she enjoys teaching music lessons on the side. She shares devotionals, lessons, tips, and travels from her many life experiences on all her lively social media platforms. Spend a few minutes with Macy and you will be inspired to dream big. to another episode of Dream to Destiny. I'm so excited about our podcast today because as you can tell, this is in person. So we haven't done this. It's actually our first episode in person. That's so that's super exciting. But I am so thrilled to have Macy with us today. And I'll let you tell her a little bit about their band and what they do a little later. But um, I'm just so glad to have her here today. We're gonna have a super fun conversation just talking about some of your journey and your story and the things that God has brought you through over the years. And so everyone, thank you so much for watching. Make sure you grab your water or coffee or tea and come hang out with us. Well, I'm so excited for our combo today. It's gonna be super fun. So let's go ahead and go to the beginning of your story because something that I've talked about quite a bit on Dream to Destiny is how God gives all of us dream seeds. Like he puts these little things inside of our hearts, a lot of times even just as young children. Mm -hmm. And so I would love to hear the beginning of some of those dreams that God placed in your heart with music and what that looked like for you. For sure, for sure. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. And I'm so excited about your podcast because I... I'm so excited about the topic of dreams that God's placed in our heart. And when you reached out to me to be on here, I was just reading just about what you're doing. I was so excited because I love this topic. I love encouraging others in it because I truly believe that each and every one of us were born with a purpose. And I feel like God gives our strengths to all of us for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that reason is to ultimately glorify him, but also to serve others. And so there's somebody that needs to hear your voice. There's somebody that needs to hear your written words. There's somebody that needs your cooking skills and acting skills and gardening Mm -hmm. skills and all of that. And so I'm so passionate about this topic. And for me personally, um, ever since I can remember, I was three years old, my first memory of like wanting to be on stage and singing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I've never had stage fright. Like I was always like, this is exactly what I wanted to do. And at four, my parents started me and my siblings off in violin at age four. Oh, that's awesome. And yes. So I'm the third oldest of 10 siblings and our parents started us all off in music. So I, I grew up in music, but it was always something that I knew. This is what I want to do. Yeah. The older I got, um, God used a lot of people in my life to confirm that in me as well. Mm-hmm. And so I just received a lot of confirmation about it. And it was always just something that I was super, um, I just always knew in the depths of my soul, like yeah. this is what I'm supposed to do. That's awesome. And loved doing it. It was always just mm-hmm. something that was so natural and yeah. just love music. Love yeah. sharing it with That's others. That's awesome. I yeah. love that. And it sounds like your parents were pretty involved. I mean, yeah. obviously you were homeschooled, right? Yes, I was homeschooled. Okay, all, of so. our, all my siblings were homeschooled too. <laughs> yeah, so I think that always makes a huge impact. Like, I love talking to other homeschoolers yes. because parents play such a huge role in yes. encouraging their kids Absolutely. to do what God's called them to do. So what did yes. it look like in your family? What were your parents doing to kind of encourage you guys yes. in that? Um, loved my parents. They are amazing. I'm so thankful for them. I'm so thankful for how intentional they were with getting us started in something young. Yeah. And the, the, right now in our band, there's six siblings that do the music and other four, the other four siblings aren't in the band. 
Um, but they, all of the, the skills that they learned within music when they were younger, they still use to this day mm -hmm. in other yeah, areas of awesome. their life. And so I'm just so thankful our parents were just so intentional in getting us to learn a skill. Mm -hmm. um, they were so intentional in us, whatever interest we had, if it was yeah. art or whatever. Um, they were just like, let's get you lessons. Let's, you know, get these resources. And so they were very active in that they always acted upon whatever we wanted to do. And they were very intentional in giving us outlets to do that. So places to perform and, yeah. you know, places to share our, our gifts and, and talents. And so intentional would just be the word that comes to mind when I think mm -hmm. of how my parents, instilled that in me and my siblings yeah that's awesome and I, I think it's powerful because like what if you wouldn't have had that right you know like mm -hmm. where would you be today it's just yeah. so interesting to think about exactly that huge impact that our parents have mm -hmm. in encouraging us and I know like yeah. a lot of our listeners maybe are not, were not homeschooled and they yeah. didn't have that kind of environment mm -hmm. and so I think that like what would you say maybe to encourage people who have those dream seeds yeah. maybe as a little kid but then years went by and they never did anything because they weren't encouraged. They weren't in yeah. an environment where that was being fostered. Mm -hmm. Do you have any encouragement for those who maybe had like a very different upbringing than yes, you? Yes, yes. I would say that no one can ever take away what God has put in your heart. And yeah, so your own strengths, mm -hmm. your own interest, the things that just come natural to you, the things that have always been just there for you, yeah. that's never there for an accident. And no one can take away that because God gave that to you. So mm -hmm. only God can take that away. And there may have been years where maybe you, you feel like you ignored those gifts or yeah. you stuffed them under, you know, stuffed them under, um, your couch or, you know, maybe <laughs> you allowed other people's discouragement or, you know, uh, criticalness or whatever to mm -hmm. keep you from that. But God ultimately knows he's seen the whole picture and he knows where he wants you to end up and he's yeah. sovereign over that. And so, the best time to start is just today. And one of the things that I've seen in my own life and so many other people's stories that God redeems all things. And so yeah. there's people who have hurt you or you've been hurt by, you know, you feel like you, you face constant failure, rejection, like God is able to redeem that mm -hmm. and to Amen. bring yeah. you stronger on the other side and to use all of that for, for your good. Like yeah. he promises to work all things together for mm -hmm. good to those who love him and yes. who are called according to his purpose, which we are called to do his purpose, what he's wanted us mm -hmm. to do. Yeah, that's so good. I love yeah. that. I, that's so, so good. So let's talk a little bit more about the band yes. and the beginning. And so we didn't really give a full intro. So if yeah. you want to even just share like yeah, what you guys do, what mm -hmm. your music is like, and then the beginning of yes. your band and how that yes, all got started. I would love to share. So like I said earlier, there are, um, six, there's, I'm third also 10 siblings, so there's 10 okay. siblings. And then six of us are in the band. And we've done music our whole lives. And so a lot of times people will ask us like, how did you guys get started? Or, you know, when did you guys first became a band? And it was kind of something that was always there because it's an all sibling band, mm -hmm. but we all, were all homeschooled. We were all did music together. And so it was just something that naturally we all did together. Cause it was like your yeah. sister singing in the other room and you know, you'd come together and right. um, our parents would take us like nursing homes and we would do like concerts for the neighbors, That's like awesome. in our living room. Mm -hmm. And, and we just really did some, just performing wherever for you know loved ones and relatives and we as we got older we were inspired by other family groups that we saw or just other bands in general mm -hmm. and, and it really got the light bulb going on we're like oh we would love to do this like as a band and we would love to do this 
take it on the road and perform and we yeah. didn't even know what that was. Do you know like. how old you were at that point? At this point, I was around 14 or 15. Okay. At this point, I was around 14 or 15. And um, I'm the third oldest, so my, my sister above me was um, 17 and my brother was 19, so we're about two years apart, okay. <laughs> um, all of us siblings. And we would just, um, yeah, we would just do shows and, and we really wanted to do this local show. And it was gonna be like our first time ever performing in a band, and so we did that, and just one thing led to the next. And one of the things that I love to just look back is that all we knew is that we wanted to do music as a family. And during those early days, like, we didn't even know what that looked like. And yeah. so God really does carry you through those beginning years of like not really knowing and mm -hmm. be naive and figuring out all right. the details <laughs> and all of that stuff. And so um, we did this this show for this local. Uh, it was this resort in town, this five-star resort, and okay. we did a Christmas show. And after that, we always did Christmas shows together. So for the next several years, we always did a local Christmas show in our very small town in California. And it was in, it was around 2000 and, um, it was around 2015, 16, where we were like, hey, we want to take this on the road. We want to go cross country. And so um, my parents really encouraged me to just like, if you want to do this, then just pick up the phone and start booking mm -hmm. churches. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I did that. I started booking. I was around 15, 16. Fine. Did not know what I was doing. Like <laughs> right. I was Googling like how to book a church and then whatever they'd say, I would like do it right there on the phone. Uh -huh. and I definitely learned so much and sure. <laughs> um, that grew me in more ways than I can count. Learn how to like sell over the phone and yeah. get outside your comfort zone. I mean, definitely. cold calling is not easy. Right. Well, no. I have so much respect <laughs> for people who do it all the time. Yeah. Um, and so we started doing um, cross country tours and we started doing that and we went on this one tour and it was just really difficult like we just weren't we just weren't really like I, I, I a word I would use that we I just didn't really feel united as a family mm -hmm. in doing it it was just more like you know some of the younger ones were just like I don't you know I don't really see the purpose in this and you know we don't really want to practice and you know it's kind yeah. of like it was just a really disjumbled tour and we didn't really know what we were getting ourselves into we'd never mm -hmm. done like a full cross-country tour right. like that and when we came back home, we just had this huge family meeting and we were just like, if we want to do this, we just have to really make some changes. We all have to be on the same page. And uh, we said, let's do one more summer tour. It was going to be a six week summer tour across cross country. And we just really want to do it right. We want everyone to have a fun time. We don't want everyone, everything to go yeah. good. <laughs> and when we did that, we um spent two weeks in Tennessee one week specifically in Nashville and we all just felt God calling us to be here mm -hmm. and we all just caught a, a vision of how the music could be bigger than ourselves and how yeah. music really is a tool to bless people mm -hmm. and yes it is so much fun for us to do we love performing we love doing music together we just love being on stage like we love that yeah but it's the people that we, we need people mm -hmm. for what we do yeah and um it's all about serving them and really making sure that they are being served in music and in, you know, just a high quality show and in, mm -hmm. in our interludes and in music. And so, um, we came back to California and we just all felt a piece about leaving and moving there, which was crazy because we were all born and raised California. Okay. We never lived in any other state. Uh -huh. And so my dad retired from his job. We sold our house and we left for tour all in the same day. And that was in wow. June, 2019. That's crazy. And <laughs> we moved to Nashville and it's been such a ride since then. I mean, we've been in like six different homes. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> we, um, yeah, it was, we were like living out of an RV for like 
I think a combined total of like six different months just in okay. the various wow, times. Wow, that's a lot. Yes, and it was just, there's been so many ups and downs just and we've been here for three years in okay. Nashville and it's just been, yeah, it's just been a huge, wow. just a huge journey of faith. Yeah. Um, so many ups and downs, but I'm so thankful for that. So we do Christian contemporary music mm-hmm. and um, our goal in, in our music is to be family first, of course. That's we are six sibling band, and it's really rare to find these days. Like yeah, families <laughs> do music, and it's really difficult to you know keep unity I'm and work sure, together yeah. and still have fun together. And it's always mm-hmm. something that we are praying about and working towards. Yeah. And but it's so rewarding to do it, and I'm so yeah. thankful I get to do it with my siblings. And that's it's sweet. just yeah something I'm very thankful for. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's awesome. So I'm sure yeah I'm sure that unity must yes. be huge and so important. Yeah. How did you? When you made the decision to come to Nashville, like you said, it sounds yes. like it happened pretty quick. Yes. How, how did that decision-making process go? Was it just like everyone felt peace about mm-hmm. it and just was like, okay, let's do this? Or yeah. was there anyone who was like, I don't know if this is the right thing? What did that yeah. look like? That's a really good question. Um, it's interesting because I've never really thought about like what happens if there was like one that was like, I don't want to go. I've <laughs> <You> never really <laughs> yeah. thought about that. Um, so when it came to the band, at that time, all of the, our oldest brother was married. He lived in California and, and he wasn't, he wasn't touring with us. He was married. He has his own business with his family. And, um, and it was all, it was all cool and chill. Like everyone's supportive of everybody mm-hmm. doing what they're doing. Um, but when it came to the siblings and music, all of us were in music and we all, we all loved doing music. We all loved doing it as a family. And we just all saw this vision of like doing music together as a family and really just, you know, doing things that had never been done before within family mm-hmm. music, you know, yeah. and with just different genres and different like possibilities. And, um, we just all felt unified. And I think that that was just one of the things that really made us all know that like, this is from the Lord's that everyone mm-hmm. felt a piece about and everyone was really unified on it. And it was just something that we all were just like, yes, let's go for it. And I think at that time, like there was no really like, you know, um, um, like there was no room for anybody. I don't know quite how it was like, everyone felt so unified. So there was, there was no, there was at no point. This is what I mean to say. There was no point where like no one not wanted to go. Right. Cause okay. it was just always unified. Mm-hmm. Thinking, is what I should say. Right. <laughs> so we all felt on board and I, yeah. I know we would have crossed the bridge when we got there, but that was just another reason for us to know that like, yes, the Lord is in this mm-hmm. and he's wanting us to do this. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. I love that. I mean, that would be a huge sign of the fact yes. that everyone was on the same page exactly. and just having that piece For about sure. it. That's really cool. Because yeah. I know I was looking at your website and I think it said, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? You're like moving across yeah. country to exactly. do music. That is the craziest thing. I didn't know it. a soul here. Yeah. I mean, it was yes. like, I mean, we were just like going to every church and young adults group we could just to like meet people. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would met anybody. <laughs> going to read a cashier is like, will you be my friend? Be my I don't friend, know please. anybody here. <laughs> Yeah. And the Lord was so faithful, just really put some amazing people into our lives, even just from the short time of just being here, which was so good because, mm-hmm. um, it, yeah, we just didn't know yeah, anybody. We were awesome. just like, all right, God, we're here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that kind of leads into my next question and thought is, you know, ma- making that big move like that, like mm-hmm. you said, you were born and raised, yes. that was where your community was. Yes. Um, was there ever a point, what sounds like possibly there was that you were like, I just need friendship, I need community, mm-hmm. or was that something that came together rather quickly? Um, that's a really good question. People for me are so important in my life, and I know that there's it, people and community is so so much a part of what God wants in our lives. Like yeah. All throughout scripture talks about like 
not isolating yourself and like mm-hmm. loving others and serving the church and you know it talks so much about like friendship and you know working with people yeah. and what to look for in people and I know that people is such a um an important thing to God mm-hmm. and I'm somebody who I need to be around people like I I can get lonely like if I am not right plugged into a really solid community mm-hmm. and so there were definitely some times of loneliness and in just different seasons of my life I was very close with my older sister and she got married and moved away um she moved to South Dakota when she got married and that was just another mm-hmm. season of like yeah change and loneliness and we um there was uh we went to several churches and it just transitions and changes are not always easy for me too Mm -hmm. and so there were definitely times of like loneliness and like okay god like now we're here like am i supposed to meet like am i doing something like i'm supposed (laughs) to like stand on a street corner with a sign like be my friend like (laughs) and during those seasons it definitely pulled me closer to the lord for sure yeah and i'm very thankful for that um it also just really made me value and treasure the friendships i have now mm-hmm. but i have definitely been lonely it take, takes time to build community and that's something that i really learned is that you can't just like meet somebody for the first day and just you're my best friend right like, mm-hmm. it takes so much intentionality and time yeah, and i've really been so grateful for the people important to me since moving here and very thankful for the communities i found here but yeah it definitely takes yeah. time and there's been Definitely times of lonely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's yeah. so interesting because a lot of people, um, at least from my perspective, like when I was sort of on the outside looking in before mm-hmm. I came to Nashville, I was like, oh my gosh, like it's a city of artists. It's mm-hmm. a city of creative people that love mm-hmm. Jesus. Like why would you not want to go there and yeah. everyone's going to be your friend? Right. And then when I got here, I was like, okay, this is a little different mm-hmm. than what I was anticipating. Yes. And so I imagine in the music industry, yes. you probably experienced some of that as yes. well. And so I guess maybe my question would be, is there anything on that topic that you have perhaps had to deal with like expectations being different than what you expected. I mean, did you come into this with like a lot of expectations of maybe feeling like God's going to do this, this, and this, Mm -hmm. or was it more of like total blind faith? We have no idea what's going on. Or did you have some of those things of like, I'm pretty sure this is going to happen. And then there was like a delay and it wasn't really happening. Yeah. Um, a mix of both. There were, there were definitely, some of it was like, we have no idea what to expect. And so mm-hmm. like any information we took in, we were like, oh, okay, that's how this works. Or, oh, okay, this is what's to be expected. Yeah. And then the other half was just definitely like knowing, okay, God, you've called us here. And I would say that there were definitely times where it's like, all right, you know, God's going to bring us this and he's going to do this. And mm-hmm. when that was delayed, that was definitely like difficult because yeah. it's like, you know, okay, God, we know you've called us here and like <laughs> really waiting here. And I would say that it was definitely like when in that Na- outside of Nashville, if you say you're in a band, it's like, Oh my word, no way. Like, you know, that's so cool. And then <laughs> right. I would say like in Nashville, people are like, Oh, that's cool. Like, you know, my whole family yeah, is like, everyone. you know, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's very my normal. cousin leads with, you know, is lead guitarist for this group. Yeah. And my sister is, you know, head right. singer for this band. And it's like, mm-hmm everybody's in music and I and in a, in a way it's really good because it really keeps you like humble and grounded and yeah. learning just realizing that you're not like the only band in the country right who's you know going after dreams like yeah. it really challenges us all to like work hard and mm-hmm. perfect our craft and to really get good at what we do and to be different stand out and 
work hard and do what we do well. Um, but it's also encouraging because it's like, there's so many people around you that you can say like, okay, you know, when, when I was in your shoes, like this is what happened. You're like, Oh, okay. Like that's normal. Like, yeah. you know, it's totally normal to feel like lost at times or confused or like to hit a writer's block or to, you know, want to break sometimes from just being on the road or on all the mm -hmm. time or stuff like that. And so, yeah. um, definitely a mix of both, but mm -hmm. I would say that within our family, uh, we rebranded cause we, our band was citizens of glory for a bit, our, the name of it. And then we rebranded to Shaw, which is our last name. I just realized I've never said the name of our band. It's the band Shaw. It's our last name. <laughs> In case you're wondering. <laughs> it's Shaw. And that's our last name. And that's the name of the band. Well, when we did a rebrand um, of August of um, 2021 is when we rebranded. Okay. And um, even within our family, there was like several people who were, who were like, okay, you know, what about this direction? Should we go here? Should we go here? And so finding that unity mm -hmm. was and learning how to do like, okay, what's business, what's family, you know, right. cause it's a, yeah. our parents are not like on stage in the band. Um, they're not like a band member, but they're definitely involved mm -hmm. in obviously they're our parents and we want them to be yeah. involved. Um, but just kind of learning like, okay, what's business, what's family, what's like work, what's like, mm -hmm. okay, no, this is my dad talking, you know? And so right. all of that was a huge transition and still to this day, we're always working through that and, mm -hmm. and, and working through that. I'll say that that, just doing family and business and music together is a huge blessing, but it's also brought in a lot of dynamics, which were um, some unforeseen because it's like, oh yeah, sure. I didn't, you know, yeah. this is something new to work towards mm -hmm. and through. Yeah, that's so interesting. I'm sure there's so many things we could talk about, but <laughs> maybe let's go in the direction of within the music industry. Yes. What has been maybe one of your like hardest moments mm -hmm. where you just really had to push through that maybe you felt like oh, I'm not making any headway or mm -hmm. we're pouring all this into it and we're not seeing maybe the results that we want to see yeah. or even just not feeling like we're making an impact like mm -hmm. maybe you're pouring your heart into something and it's like yeah. the response is just not maybe sure. what you expected and yeah. then on the flip side of that maybe talk about one of the most rewarding moments as well oh that's such good questions there's when you were talking about the hardest parts two different moments come to mind one happened very recently actually <laughs> um so last summer the summer of 2021 we uh we were renting a house for two years when we first moved here and from california and then uh we just decided to rent because it's like we didn't know anything about this area we wanted right. to find out where mm -hmm. should we go and so we just rented and the housing market just exploded last summer we didn't we were of course we're not anticipating that and so we couldn't find a house to rent to buy anything I mean it was like you could buy like a dollhouse for a million dollars or it was like you know just yeah. so we ended up just being in our RV and I mean we were like not picky whatsoever we were like we will live anywhere yeah um but obviously had to house like you know 11 people <laughs> but it was something that like I was like there were so many times where I was like okay we're homeless we um were you know we came here for music you know there was all these expectations that we had for like timelines i know you mm -hmm. mentioned that earlier and during that summer it was really difficult because i just remember thinking like okay god you brought us out here and i feel kind of forsaken you know because mm -hmm. it's like we don't have a place to live yeah. like you know there's there was so much going on with this the transition of the rebranding and um there were so many times where i was just like i just feel like I don't really know where to go. You know, I don't really mm -hmm. like, is this a sign you don't want us here anymore? Or, that whole summer was just a huge walk by faith mm -hmm. and not by sight moment for me. And I was so encouraged by reading through Psalms where there are so many times 
David felt that way. And yeah. it was so encouraging to know that he was always very honest with the Lord. And I feel like it's important to to be like that. Like that's an example of how he was just open with the Lord. He was like, I feel sad. I feel discouraged. Yeah. And then all throughout it though, he was always thanking him and praising him. Mm-hmm. But he was always very honest with how he was feeling. And um, that taught me a lot and it definitely grew my faith. But that was a moment of like, okay, I just don't know like <laughs> where right. we're going here. And then there was a, a, a point recently, a couple weeks ago, actually, I just felt like we weren't we just here like I feel like we worked so hard to like get past this place there's so many different things within our band of like goals that we were wanting to do and I just felt like we hadn't even scratched the surface yeah. and I just felt really discouraged I just felt like we're so far from where we want to go we've poured so much time and money and even in just a year and we're, mm-hmm. we're in the same place <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. this is yeah. really disheartening um but I would say that as a band when you're talking about like highlights and moments the moments that stick out to me are the times where we have done a show and the audience has just loved it and not so much that just like oh they loved us but just they the response was like this is like the highlight of my year mm-hmm. or like yeah. I'm going through a really difficult time and like this is the first time I've smiled in a while mm-hmm. or you know just watching your family also made me want to start music like those oh, type of like awesome. life-changing yeah. comments right and messages and responses mm-hmm. are ones that I always hold on to and still yeah. think of and yeah. those have always been a highlight mm-hmm. always been a highlight I would also say a highlight for me is just sometimes I'll just drive, I'll be driving and sometimes I'm in downtown Nashville or we're in the studio and we're on the music video set and I'm just like, this is what I prayed for and have mm-hmm. always wanted to do like my whole life. Yeah. And sometimes it's just one of those moments where it's just like, thank you, Lord. Like yeah. I know that so many people would love to be here mm-hmm. and to do, to pursue their dream of music and not everybody yeah. gets the opportunity. Right. Um, and I'm just so thankful that the Lord has allowed us to be here. And that's always a highlight for me. Like we were in the studio yesterday and I was just like, every time I'm in there, I'm like, thank you, Lord. It's amazing. That's awesome. So yeah, yeah. those are the highlights love and that. the, the yes. lowlights, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think that's so like such a good reminder for people that, I mean, the enemy obviously comes after mm-hmm. our promise. Like he comes after those mm-hmm. dream seeds, like the things that God's placed inside yes. of us. And we have to battle against that discouragement because Absolutely. like you said, you are here. Like God has brought you here for a purpose. And yeah. so obviously the enemy is going to try to come in and be like, you mm-hmm. shouldn't even be here. Like, what yeah, are you thinking? Sure. You can't find the house. Like mm-hmm. your goals aren't happening. Just all right. of that stuff. Absolutely. And so I think that's so relatable to everyone, no matter yes. what their passion is, no matter what they're pursuing. For it sure. seems like the opposite is often happening. And it makes me think about like in the word where, um, in the parable of the sower, Mm -hmm. where Jesus talks about, you know, these things that are going to try to come and steal the word Mm -hmm. and all of the different opposition and things that happen. And just, it's like, that's actually a good thing because you wouldn't be getting attacked in those areas if you weren't actually making progress, if you weren't actually where God wanted you. Mm -hmm. And so I just think that's really good. I love that. Absolutely. I love what you said. It's so true because uh, spiritual warfare is something that I think that every believer should just be so aware of. Mm-hmm. And um, there was something that I read one time where I was talking about how in spiritual warfare, Satan loves to attack right before something big mm-hmm. is going yeah. on or right after. And I can yeah, attest to that. So it's always been right before something like a breakthrough is coming mm-hmm. or it will always be like right after. Yeah. Like this, you know, huge thing and we finally accomplished mm-hmm. this and it's like all this doubt, yeah. all this like, you know. <laughs> And my dad um, loves to say a quote where he says, the breakdown comes right before the breakthrough. And I think Mm -hmm. of that all the time that like anytime there's just, it's like that pressure. I'm Mm -hmm. always like, okay, 
what breakthrough's coming because we're all getting pretty ready. Yeah, <laughs> like we're getting there. <laughs> yeah. And so I always think about Definitely. that. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, it kind of makes me think of like giving birth. You mm -hmm. know, it's like you think about that, how intense the pain yeah. gets. Not that I've given birth people, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, you know, and it's like, but that ends up being that it's what creates the environment absolutely. for this miracle to happen absolutely. and so yeah. it's like when you relate that spiritually mm -hmm. it's like when these things start happening you can actually be encouraged and be like okay like this is a good thing that for I'm sure. having these thoughts or that I'm struggling with this yeah. I love that yeah that's really good. good so we have like so many other th fun things we could talk about I'm gonna pull out my notes <laughs> and see what other fun stuff we've got um maybe if you want to Oh, so many different directions we could go. I guess maybe what encouragement would you give to people who are in a similar place? Like they've been, they've taken the dreams that God's given them. They're being faithful with it. They're pursuing their goals the things that God's called them to, but they're not seeing what they think they would like to see. Maybe, you know, they're not seeing the numbers grow or they're not seeing, um, like if they're selling something or an entrepreneur, like they're just not seeing growth right. in the natural what encouragement would you give to people in that area? That's a great question. What encouragement would I give? I would say two things. The first one is that um, there's always two sides. And I think that this is why it's so important to always pray for wisdom. One side of it is like you could definitely be doing something that's like it's broken. You need to fix it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yes, it's, it's just time to like sharpen your skills yeah. or go in a different direction. Mm -hmm. And then there's sometimes where it's like you have to get through the swamp to reach the castle. Yeah. And I know that that just takes so much wisdom and prayer to know in every situation what to do mm -hmm. when you feel stuck or when you feel like there's no growth. I would say that, um, People are God's greatest resource, and I and I truly believe that, and I've seen that in my own life. Mm -hmm. I love reading other people's stories. I love getting yeah. my hands on books and um, movies and documentaries and YouTube videos and podcasts and you know written and spoken and one-on-one -on -one conversations. Just like who is doing what I'm doing? I want to mm -hmm. see their story. I want to read their story. Want to yeah. hear their story. And there's so many times where I'll be listening to someone who's like 15 years ahead of me, and I'm like, oh yeah, like that's that's where I was or that's where I am mm -hmm. right now and being encouraged that I'm not alone in different things and yeah. some things just are really a part of the process yeah and then also they can also tell you like you know what here's something that you here's a way that you can grow in or right. improve in and so I would say just find somebody who's like 15 years ahead of you and what you're wanting to do and just follow their story read their story and just always be a student of your own craft and not just of the skill itself, but everything around the skill, like yeah. people skills and sales and, you know, right. communication and like mm -hmm. it, to be a musician these days, you can't just have a good voice. Like you no. have to learn how to like <laughs> communicate with people and how to like get on a camera and like be good at like social media and mm -hmm. you know, all of this stuff. And sometimes that can get so overwhelming because you're like, all I want to do is sing. Right. <laughs> can someone but, else handle everything else? <laughs> exactly. a lot. But, um, you know, just learning like okay what skill do I need to master now and, and that's yeah. why so few people reach mm -hmm. the destination they wanted to go because it is it is hard and Definitely. I would to anybody who's like oh my word this is so hard I would just like affirm that like yes I hear you it is so hard it really is but there's there's grace in the journey through the Lord and there's also such a huge reward yeah. and that's why it's so important to know your why what you're doing yes. and to really mm -hmm. know without a shadow of a doubt like you could be like shaking inside, 
crushed to a thousand pieces, but every ounce of you would be like, I know mm -hmm. in my heart of hearts I'm supposed to do this. And that's something that will get you through sometimes the most impossible and thinkable times of just like, yeah, I, you know, <laughs> feeling stuck or burnt out or whatever. Yeah. Um, that purpose will get you through. Yeah, that's so good. I love it. I hope you guys are taking notes because this is all so good. <laughs> like, I'm going to remember that. I love it. <laughs> so much wisdom. That's awesome. So where are you guys at with your band right now? Like, what are you guys working on right now? I know you had mentioned you kind of did a rebrand yes. a while back, and I know that your Instagram had switched. Yes, So yes. Yeah. Talk about a setback. Like, we had um, this account with our old name, Citizens of Glory, and we had um, close to 30,000 followers on there. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we rebranded to Shot Instagram, when it let us change our username, and we were like, oh, no. we did everything we were supposed to do for like over six That's months. frustrating. I know. It was like, when the, it was like, I cried. I was like, I'm oh sure. my word, I set this up back. Um, so we had to restart our account and just to see okay. it be like a thousand followers, 2000. We were like, we used to be 30 K. Like it is yeah. so hard to transfer followers over to a whole yeah. new account. But, um, but yes, our Instagram is shot. We went through a rebrand. So where we're at right now is we, we have so many personal as well as just band goals in general. And we would love to just have our songs we've always a huge goal of ours is always to have like our song on the radio and to be able to do like tours and you know collaborate with other artists and mm -hmm. and really be able to have music be a career that we could do and so we're working on that we were just in the studio um we came out with our first single as a rebrand and since being here in, in nashville under that rebrand um that was the song always and so we came out with the music video and the single back in april okay it was so much fun um it was march i'm sorry it was in march yeah, it was in March and we are in the studio to release another song and that's going to be coming out in August Lord willing uh, That's <laughs> the set date for that. And so new song new music video. We want our music to Be able to be fun energizing Energetic we want the message to really the words of the songs to really people will be like oh I relate to that or that mm -hmm. that song really helps me or like very affirming in their faith and we also want all of our of our music to just really have such a good example for promoting healthy family relationships and yeah. it is possible to do things with your siblings and it is possible to have strong relationships and family centered and, mm -hmm. and all that stuff so yeah. yeah we're we're touring we're doing music um we're just having fun we're learning um we love doing it it's just a blast yeah That's awesome. so yeah. fun i love it and like you said just having the family centered yes. aspect especially today and like mm -hmm. the world and everything that's going on like that alone is so powerful just to be able to you know have a family that loves Jesus and yes. can set an example of doing things together and working together yes. like I this I think that's awesome so so good okay yeah. so we are about running out of time this has been such a good conversation <laughs> but so I just think um maybe we can end with a couple random questions because oh, they're Let's just fun it. okay so questions. we've got favorite ice cream flavor mm. That's an important so one. So my favorite ice cream has always been for several years now is black cherry. Oh, I love I've cherry. always loved black cherry. Mm -hmm. My favorite color is pink too, obviously. <laughs> Me too. You're wearing pink too. <laughs> I love pink. Um, my favorite color is pink, so I love the pink. But I just have always loved cherries, and mm -hmm. I just love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just that's a good, hands down that's a good my choice. favorite That's one. my mom's favorite too. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, favorite place that you've traveled? Oh, that's a good one. Um, the West Coast has always stood out to me that's the most beautiful area mm -hmm. especially in the summertime montana oh yeah california that whole like west coast is just 
mm-hmm. unmatched. Northern Idaho. Yeah, so true. It's gorgeous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like I didn't know how beautiful it was because I grew up in Michigan. Okay. And Michigan's gorgeous. And yes. I was very biased. I was like, we yeah. have the most beautiful state <laughs> right. of them all. And then I went out west and I was like, oh, well, I don't know if I can say that anymore. Yeah. Because they're just all so uniquely yeah. beautiful. So, yeah. Yeah. Good it's answer. So, Love so that. beautiful. Okay, and then my last question, if you lived in an alternate universe mm-hmm. where you are not allowed to sing, you have okay. zero talent, you're like forbidden from being in the music industry, okay. <laughs> what would you do That'd with your fun. life? What career would you pick? <laughs> I love that. Okay, so two things stand out to me, and these are like equal in like my love for them. Okay. I love, I've always thought it'd be fun to be someone's like personal assistant, oh, personal yeah. handler for somebody who's like very active and does uh-huh. a lot of things. I love like coordinating and doing like events and heading like stuff up and mm-hmm. and um, I do that now for our band, but it's different when you also have to be like on yeah, stage that's too, a lot. so My it's goodness. like a little overwhelming. <laughs> but um, to be like somebody's like personal handler, I always thought to be so much fun. Or I would be like fashion all the way, like someone's personal stylist. Mm-hmm. I would like pick out outfits and do all that stuff because I I. I that's awesome. I, I love, love that. that. <laughs> like, which girl doesn't? Like, but yeah, I know. I do, I like, let me know if you ever do that because yeah. I need a personal stylist. So, <laughs> I, so yeah, I would take that. That's super too. fun. That's I love question. it. <laughs> well, thank you again so much for hanging out with us today, for sharing all of your tidbits of wisdom, and it's just been such a fun conversation. So much fun. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> of course. So much fun. <laughs>